great palette of colour. Life is full of these grey areas, it's not just black and white. An identity-forming experience. You are listening to Eastside Radio Podcast with discussions and insights on art, politics, music and more here on eastsidefm.org. If you are still seated, I'd be very surprised. And we're going to have a chat now to Anita Colney, who is actually sitting right opposite from me, looking fresh as a daisy, despite the fact she's been chasing all over town for a lost banner. What happened? Hi, thank you for having me on today. Lovely to have you. I was on my way in here and I was looking uh, for our beautiful banner across the Einfeld Drive because our festival's coming up this week and it had disappeared. Someone snabbed it. Someone had. A souvenir. I know, I know. It's a bit big for a souvenir. I don't know what they'd do with it. Uh, Ah, heaven knows it'll turn up one day. I hope so. Hopefully not in the ocean. No. So the Ocean Lovers Festival, just tell us a little about about how this has come about and what the drive is. So, Property word drive. <laughs> that's it. Um, so it came about, and we had our first festival in 2019, and we actually came in and had a chat with you then as well. Um, but it's really exciting. With because, me? No, it wasn't with you, but yeah, with East Side. Didn't think I'd forgotten that. It wasn't with you. Um, but it's basically about sharing hope and solutions for the ocean. In a time where there are so many negative thoughts, never negative things happening and so much Not plastic just thoughts, waste plastic. and everything else. Yeah, so exactly. Much people are you know, people feel really devastated and when people feel devastated, I don't feel that you're giving them the power and the strength to actually make a difference. So, so the, you want to cheer the goal them up. of the festival exactly <laughs> was to inspire and engage people and empower them to actually make a difference. You've got a beautiful website, I have to say. It's a lovely design. There's some coral Thank and all sorts of other much. things. And it says here your mission to share hope, solutions and action for the ocean. We want to turn ripples of action into waves of change. Now, why has Volvo decided to do something about the ocean? So Volvo's always been all about safety and they're very into climate change and protecting the, protecting our future for future generations. So Volvo invested actually over a million dollars into the living seawall tiles in a, a yep. restoration project in Which Sydney Harbour. We've had them on here, yep. Amazing. Yes, exactly. and that's been very effective. And when they did that, actually in the early days, we planted, we went to the um, meet with the Sydney Institute of Marine Science and the... The CEO at the time said, do you think you could plant a crayweed forest in the icebergs pool? And I said, well, we'll, we'll give it a go. So we went to meet with the icebergs and we planted a crayweed forest and living seawall tiles in the icebergs pool to be able to showcase restoration projects that are totally out of mind and out of sight for people. So they could literally dive in, check out these restoration projects and have a chat with scientists about what's actually happening to protect our coastline. So Volvo have been very involved from the beginning because they're very into ocean protection. Um, And then to go back a little bit further, my father and my parents are from Gothenburg, Swedish. That's where Volvo's from as well. So that was very nice alignment actually from Gothenburg. It's it's all segueing now. I can see the DNA lined up. Absolutely. (laughs) And my father and my uncle were actually the youngest sailors ever in the Swedish Olympic team and Volvo used to be big with the Volvo Ocean Race and other sailing. So so there were very many alignments. Mm. And this was – now you're the founder and the director – and you also started it with Carolyn Grant, Director of Engagement. So you took the idea to Volvo? 
I took the yeah, I took the idea to Kaz. We developed it together. Kaz was actually part of one of the founding people in Vivid, so she's got a lot of experience with events. Yes, a that's done very well. That's yes. really been developed well. And you've got all these amazing ambassadors, including marine scientists and photographers, and Lizzie Wellborn, the Iron Woman, and absolutely Lisa Blair, who just won, who sailed solo single-handed yes. around Antarctica and just broke the world record. Yeah, you've got a windsurfing guy, Federico Infantino. Um, oh, Maeve Kerry Fitzpatrick swimming and surfing. Absolutely. Wow, it just goes, actually, I could keep scrolling for the rest of the afternoon and not get bored. There's so many interesting people. So you put together a package and then, so you want people to be aware that the ocean needs our help, but you also want to cheer them up so that they don't get so depressed that they just chuck their straws and all the that's, rest of it out the window. That's right. Festivals <laughs> are about having fun. They're not about going and feeling like you're, you know, being talked to and educated and that's not very fun for a weekend off with the family. So we want people to come down, have fun and really walk away feeling inspired to actually change their behaviour and have a positive impact because everything that everyone does does make a difference. And we've got science in your swimmers' talks from speakers' talk. We've got actually Neil Perry, the famous Australian celebrity chef, coming down to do a talk on sustainable seafood. Great. That's important because we eat far too much of it in Australia. Absolutely. Yeah. Head of Mindaroo's um, Flourishing Oceans Division. Uh And these are being recorded by ABC for later um, airing on their Big Ideas program. Great. And we've got a talk on the future of sustainable surfing. We've got Valerie Taylor, the legend herself. Ah, no, Valerie well. Yes. She's, She's just in the news, actually. Sharks. She's on Australian Story tonight. Yes, exactly, because um, she wasn't an environmentalist back in the day, but she's certainly become one now she's she in her 80s. absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah, so we're actually supporting Australia's first ever Grey Nurse Shark Census as part of the festival. So on Sticking up for sharks. Saturday, well, the Grey Nurse Sharks are the Labradors of the sea. That's what they're known as, and they don't need any people. <laughs> and they're such an important part of the ecosystem to keep the balance of the ocean healthy. And Australia has actually, the grey nurse shark was the first shark ever protected in Australia in the 80s, I think it was, and it's still a critically endangered species. So we have... Sharks are having such a bad time out there, and actually none of them really like to eat people. No, not really. <laughs> they only do it when they're forced to, if you throw themselves into you, into their mouths. Absolutely. So we're supporting a grey nurse shark census all the way from Queensland down to um, New South Wales with 26 dive centres going to all the wow. um, all the aggregation sites next Saturday and the, on the 18th, and then Valerie will be coming down to the beach on the Sunday. We're doing a sand sculpture competition on the beach where families can join for free and make their favourite marine creatures that they want to protect. Wow. And uh, Valerie will be coming to announce the results of the first Grey Nose Shark Census. Could you tell where my head was at when you found me? Me and you went to hell and back just to find peace. Man, I thought I had everything. I was lonely. Now you're my everything, I was on me. I missed a lot of love with a lot of drugs, then I found you. She liked petty crime, she had green eyes like Mountain Dew. And where she go, I'll never know, her friends bounce to. I guess it's their loss, but they'll never know what we'll mount to. And would you be my light, be my yellow? PYT walking down for a better place. On his face at the end of the day, MDMA helped us fly away. You know, there's a lot. 
packed into this festival. There's a lot of work has gone into, I mean, it's not just events. You've obviously got some real science in there. You've got some great speakers. It's taken you the whole year, obviously, since the last one. It has taken us a whole year. Is it a full-time job? It is a full-time yeah. job and I have four kids, so that definitely Oh, my goodness, is my hat is full-time job. just <laughs> floated off into the atmosphere. Um, yeah, because when I'm looking now, people can go to the oceanloversfestival.com website. As I said, it's very charming. And the list, there's Sea Science, Live Music Markets Workshops, Literati, uh, Kids Way Start competition, Yoga on the Beach. Kids Way Start competition. Tell me a little bit about that. So we've had, we went out to over 3,000 schools and we've had uh, over 55 entries, which are absolutely incredible from kindergarten to year 12. Absolutely incredible works, uh, all made out of things that could end up in the ocean and the children write their messages to the ocean as well. And the messages are just beautiful. So that will be on display from Wednesday actually until Sunday down at the pavilion in the Yallagang room. It's a beautiful pavilion, yeah. Absolutely beautiful pavilion. And on the Thursday we're doing our first um, secondary schools future study science study expo so we've got University of Sydney UTS and UNSW coming down to do presentations on the opportunities of studying science and how really interesting the ocean. yeah good because it's a really expanding field and I see really you've got is. Marina Debris who's one of my favorite Australian artists we're having American two trash shows she's doing Sunday. some trash and parades I worked on with her Sunday. for a couple of years on trash and she's fabulous and uh, yeah it's really amazing what she does and she's does very confronting work if she's found a diaper on the beach she doesn't nope. drop it in bleach she <laughs> puts it just right on the front of the corset and uh, parades it up and down the catwalk last year one of my favorite pieces she did was the one with the face masks I'm not sure if you've seen that one no and I don't think I have It's probably in my gallery on the website and it was made all out of masks that had been collected it yeah. looked well, incredible so many because the amount, uh, yeah, that was one of the biggest problems that was coming out. It's because just, all those single-use masks. I still see them, but everywhere. yeah, I was picking up five or six just walking down to the beach. Mm. Um, we have incredible workshops. We've got underwater drones with the Maritime Museum, so you can see what lies beneath the water at North Bondi. Okay, painting molds for, for making origami whales, and all kinds of cool workshops across the weekend. Paint and splash for the big people. And you've got Aboriginal walking tours. We do. With performer Walangari Kantawara um, on his unique Bondi Aboriginal walking tours. I didn't know that we had some. That is really fantastic. Absolutely. You can book in for that if you just go to the website. Um... And we also have, yes. um, our, thanks to our new par- one of our partners, the Hidden Sea, the next 1,200 people that sign up to become ocean lovers will be made ocean plastic action neutral for 12 months, for a whole now, year. Now, what does that mean, if they're, if they're neutral? So it means that they will, be, they will remove the amount of rubbish that ends up in the ocean from one person per year. On average. So on average, the amount of rubbish that ends up in the plastic that ends up in the ocean is about 120 bottles of, per year per person. And they will remove 120 bottles for every person so can, that signs up to become right. an ocean lover. Yep. So you can actually feel like you've done something even without... I mean, Just I wish, by supporting us. I think everyone should pick up every piece of plastic they see as they're walking around because there's I so agree. much of it. But it does get hard to have a little bulging bag of stinky <laughs> old cigarette butts. Yep. So that's a way of uh, participating. Or, the, or joining the Big Bondi Beach Clan. That's all it, also it a really good thing to, to do. See. Yes. Now, there's so many other things. This clay workshop, I love working in clay, uh, decorating with coloured porcelain slips. Hmm, beautiful. 
Who's the artist there? There's Lucy so, Billingsley. There's so much to explore, and we have an, an incredible music lineup. Um, we've got, we've even got Tony Childs, Emmy Award winning and Grammy nominated artists coming to sing on the Sunday afternoon. Wonderful. Billy Otto, Carl Leinhardt, and a whole lineup. You can check it out on the website. Have we missed anything? I mean, there's just so many I'm things sure to we talk have. about. We've got some incredible films as well. So I'm not sure if anyone's heard of the film called um, Alec and Albert. It's about Prince Albert oh. II of Monaco. Yeah, and Alec Tapoti from the Bad, from Badu Island. Yes, he was an activist and artist. So Prince uh, Prince uh, Albert went to visit him in the Badu Islands and learned all about how um, climate change is affecting their life in the Badu Islands. And then he brought Alec over to Monaco to the Oceanographic wow, Museum and did an sounds, incredible artwork. I can't imagine those two people in the same room, let alone spending so much time together. Wow. So the film screening will be on Saturday, followed by a talk with Al- Alec. So you can come and meet Alec. I thought you were going to say Albert had come. Yeah. And I like the look of this one too, Great Ocean Love, A Journey with Saltwater Women of the Deep South. That's right. And, and that's going to be at the at Beach Road the Hotel. Beach Road Hotel. And we'll have Belinda Bags, who's a, what, a champion surfer and a Surf Rider Foundation and, and surf, uh, Surfers for Climate uh, ambassador. And if you've got kids, Robert Connolly's Blue Back that will be at the Bondi film. Pavilion Theatre and that's Mia Wasikowska, Rada Mitchell, Eric Banner and Ilsa Fogg. What a great cast list that is. Um, and that is... Wow, a story of blue gropers. I love, there's one, there are a lot of gropers down in Clavelli, but most of them are green. Yes. There's only one or two that have actually gone the full indigo. And I always feel like it's a magical day when one of them shows themselves to me, particularly if it lets me swim above it and just watch those beautiful blue fins opening out like fans. And it's amazing. Those deep it? blue eyelids. So it sounds like a wonderful film. Um, well, I, I think I have to let you go, but I'm so impressed by There's what you've so, managed so to put much together. More. So much more. Um, so people can go to the website. There are lots of ways to get involved. You, there's a whole tab that will show you. You can even donate. And uh, all the information is there. Last words, Last Anita. Words. <laughs> uh, well, just come down, have fun, and come and celebrate the oceans with us. Yeah, absolutely. So the dates are? 15th to the 19th of March. Actually, it kicks off with an Ocean Plastic Action Forum, which is a ticketed event, and we still have a few spaces left. So if you're interested in hearing from 21 of the best experts about how we can solve this plastic crisis, come down on Wednesday. I'll probably go down to that. I worked in plastic pollution for about 10 years, and it just uh, it still keeps me awake at night. So I think it's really wonderful. You've got a big brand like this involved, and you've been running it for a few years, so it's really steaming. It's cooking. Thank you so much for coming in today. Thank you so it's much for having me. lovely to meet me. you, Anita. Thank you. Lovely to meet you too. <laughs> Founding director of the Volvo Ocean Lovers Festival. You have been listening to Eastside Radio Podcast. For selections of more enjoyable content like this, visit our website, eastsidefm.org, and click on podcast.